Off the Pitch with Lizette Khan. Now, Freedom the Musical is a groundbreaking production that examines crime and violence in modern-day society. It's going to be on at the State Theatre. It's running from the 30th of April to the 2nd of June. The musical is directed by multi-award-winning playwright Aubrey Sikabe and features 47 cast members as well as a 13-piece band and tells the story of Pindile, um, which is basically a testament to her determination uh, to triumph regardless of the odds stacked against her. Now, the world premiere of Freedom last year was hailed by audiences as a true dramatization of what exactly occurred during the Fees Must Fall campaigns uh, that ran between the years 2015 and 2016. Joining us on the line this evening is the director of Freedom of the Musical. Aubrey, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat to us this evening. Thank you, Rizal. Thank you for inviting me. Let's, let's start off um, with the motivation behind um, the production. What inspired you to, to basically write and direct it? When it all started, actually, we were celebrating 40 years of June 16, mm-hmm. commemorating 40 years of June 16, and I had asked the musical director of Freedom uh, Bonafide to create a song for that, and he created a song. But when I listened to the song, Pambiling uh, Fundo, I started having like these images about that the song could actually be developed into a, a, a musical. And at the time when that happened, mm-hmm. the Peace Must Fall campaign started, the Rules Must Fall was underway. And as a playwright, for me, I'm always inspired by events that are happening in our society. And I kind of felt like this is the story to tell. But I also knew at the time that when you're telling a story about fees must fall, what happens if in the middle of creating it and then there's free education and all that. Mm -hmm. So I then said, let me use this fees must fall as a as a backdrop uh, as a canvas to really paint the story of our society because uh, at the time you know that there's just been xenophobic attacks you know there's just been mm. so many things that were happening in our country and i used that as a as a as a, as a backdrop the fees must fall then i took pindile created the character of pindile which was again inspired by another song that was written by bonafide Billy. Uh, and I, I use the story of pindile who finds herself in a love triangle but he actually is loyal to this one person who's paying for a fees who's a rap star so she's loyal to him, and, and Bonafide loves her, but she cannot go out with Bonafide even though she wants to because mm-hmm. she's loyal to this person who pays for her fees, who, pay, who buys her books. And, and, and one afternoon when they went to a march to, to the union buildings and all hell broke loose, and, and he couldn't go back uh, to school on time, and he went to the boyfriend, and the boyfriend was angry that he did not get any attention and he started abusing her. So I started looking at, like, how does abuse affect our society? How does uh, uh, domestic abuse affect mm. our young people? Because sometimes young people are being abused from an early age and they grow with that and they think it's okay. But with Pindil, I wanted a situation whereby we can create someone who's that strong who can say, I cannot take this. I have to take action. I have to report this. While she's battling with her own struggles, she's still battling with the struggles of a nation because she's so generous. When she grew up, she was poor at home. She still had to take care of her brothers. When she's at university, she's still struggling, but she still takes care of other students and gives them accommodation. Others, she buys them food. So she's this generous person who's so patient, but also who is very strong, very strong. and has to fight for her own survival. Why chose uh, the vehicle of using it as a, as, as a, as a musical? Because, I mean, this could have, could have fallen into a drama space, um, you know, just pure drama why why choose it to be a musical in, instead of just having it be be straight laced drama on stage yes actually could in fact we, we had we, we presented one production last year about the same yes. topic, which was the fall which came from the theater which was a drama mm-hmm. but i think that because it was inspired by a musical piece 
pandeling for the free education for our nation. Mm-hmm. We did information. So, so it was inspired by a musical piece. But also, you know, I always said, even when I did Marikana, the musical, people asked that question, why did you go that route? But when you listen to the protesters on the copy, they were singing. singing. When you go to, mm-hmm. to, to the universities, they are singing. Nobody wants to see us together. You know, you hear the youngsters singing. You know, there was also the remake of the National Anthem. You hear the students singing. And, and, and because I wanted to make it a, a, a huge production and also to to give a lot of young people a chance because in freedom the musical there, there is just a lot of young people there's not a lot of people that people know that seeing them some of them for the first time there only a few people have been out there in the field before so so the story was inspired by a musical piece so it lended itself to be a musical and I think it's got amazing music numbers but also just trying to deal with the with the with the today's culture which is almost hip hop which is a mix of white or hip hop okay. so for me it was just like a search. I was just searching for something and I believe that I found that something and I think that it lends itself to being a big musical number. And you've, you've used a, a different forms of musical um, genres, so whether it is hip-hop, um, quieto, any of those sort of, do you have any jazz or, or what, what kind of different musical genres do you use in the musical? We, we, well, we, in, in Trudeau, we, we, we have a bit of hip-hop, we have a, a, a lot of Af- a, a lot of African music, mm-hmm. but it's just a mixture of all genres. You cannot really play the key. Obviously, you're gonna feel the hip hop bit because of the rap, most of the sex, but also it's just having like music, music that is just world music. I think that it gives you that. Uh, it's not particularly specific, even though it's, it's grounded in in, in, in hip hop, but it gives you world music. Now, of course, um, today marks 25 years of democracy. It's the 27th of, of April, which is Freedom Day. Um, and, you know, you're working with a cast of, of, of youngsters, many of whom probably, you know, you know, democracy and freedom is all that they've known. Um, working with them and looking at the challenges that the country faces, what are some of the things that you discovered in this journey with them that, that kind of, um, you know, made you, made you think about this country and where we're going as a country? You know, some of the things that you discover are discovered with the young people that you work with. You realize their struggles. You realize that it's a 99.9% black cast. Mm-hmm. only one white person in the cast. And, and you realize that they understand the struggles that this place is talking about. When you're working, I mean, uh, we've got a new PD now who says, I, at some point I found myself in a position whereby I didn't know whether to buy a sanitary pad or buy a loaf of bread. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and some of the struggles that we're dealing with, a lot of our young people, you do not see them in their faces because they don't go out there and say, I'm coming from a poor background. Yeah. I'm struggling because they fight on, they live on. You realize how much uh, our people still need to be free. You realize that, of course, we've got a political freedom and all that, but you realize how much work still needs to be done mm-hmm. to set everybody free. And, and those stories that we are dealing with there, you realize how many of them are being affected by those stories. How many of them have gone through abusive relationships? How many of them have gone to school without food? How many of them have gone to have not gone to class because they were on their period and they didn't have sanitary pads? So you realize that it is so important. It is so relevant to our people, and 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 it, that that's what makes it relevant, and that's what makes it important because they start to understand the stories. Yes, a lot of them, you know, were born in some of them were born in 1994. Some of them were even born later than that. After that yeah. But they're starting to realize that 
uh, 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 it's not over yet. There's still more that needs to be done. Of course, the, the government today has done so much uh, uh, for this country and so much for our people, but we cannot run away from the fact that there's still much that needs to be done and much, much that needs to be achieved. Having said that, and looking at uh, you know the different, um, as you said, it, it's a backdrop for the different uh, kind of challenges that we face as a South African public today. What kind of conversation do you hope that the audience walks away from, and what kind of discussions do you hope that it sparks amongst them? I think I think it sparks important uh, conversations. It talks about the violence that's really engulfing our, our community and our society and our country. It speaks about the question of education because if you if you, you remember that early this year you found a lot of students at vets sleeping on the at Solomon Matlangu yes. house. Swan uh, University of Technology was shut down for some time, so you still realize that all these problems are still not solved. You still find those sporadic attacks or xenophobic attacks that are happening in our society because we're also dealing with that. In, in the play, as we go through the journey of these people's lives, you find that they also experience these xenophobic attacks. Mm. And those conversations need to happen. We need to be talking, uh, uh, having these conversations about xenophobia. We need to be having these conversations about our brothers and sisters that are coming from the continent and how they should be addressed and how they should be dealt with. So it, there's just so many conversations. The question of domestic violence, the question of uh, 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 women abuse is so predominant in freedom. It's so strong in freedom that we have to start talking about it because we still find a lot of young people that find themselves in relationships that they don't really want to be in those relationships yeah. and some of them are helpless because they are in that relationship because they are looking for something. They want money. They want to be able to afford this and that. So so those conversations, they start happening and people start to see where they are and hopefully the play can say can help them look ahead and say, this is how I can change my life. This is how I can change my future. Um, the production starts at the State Theatre on the 30th of April. It finishes on the 2nd of June. So that's like a, what, a three, four-day run. Um, are you are you are you moving it to any other theatres across the country? Because I think that you know the topics are, are really so pertinent for for not just for youngsters but for most South Africans today that it really is something that should go to the rest of the provinces. We we started yes we are having a four weeks run at the State Theatre because we run until the second. Oh, it's of, June. Of, of June. Yes, Sorry, man. For some reason, June. I saw May. Apologies, Aubrey. And and we 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 hope that it can go to other venues because this is its second run. On our first run, we performed for ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to to we're targeting about twenty thousand audiences for this run. And hope I mean people must come and see it in numbers. It has been nominated yes, uh, for the Lady Theatre Awards. Yeah. And for a musical, a fresh musical, a new musical with a predominantly new cast, a new musical director, new choreographer, I think that the youngsters really achieved something massive in their lives. And, and, and I think that it's important that the audiences come and support them and see them because this is a South African story. It's about the rhythm and the mood of our times. Um, Aubrey, are you also um, basically partnering up with different schools in the area, universities in the area, to kind of get them to encourage the students to come out and see this? Because as you said, you know, the, the topics are so pertinent for youngsters today and the challenges that they're facing that these, you know, when we look at when we t- I had some other youngsters earlier that were 25, 26 years old and we're talking about the struggle and how the struggle is is different for youngsters today but the struggle is still there. Um, so, you know, it, it, are you, are you, you know, have you entered into any partnerships with schools and universities to get the kids to come and watch? We are talking to schools, we are talking to universities. We already have some uh, performances that are sold out Fantastic. with uh, 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 students, yes, and we continue to engage students and, and great schools and colleges. And uh, uh, we, we, we're communicating with them and seeing bringing students so that we can have conversations. Uh, with our, in our previous runs, we, all, we also have the leaders of the Fees Must Fall movement mm-hmm. that are, uh, supporting us, and we hope that they'll continue to support us. And we really encourage everyone to come and see, not only students, but even parents, 
because it affects their kids, but it's stories that are actually very universal and are quite important in our society. So we can really do with a lot of support from our people because this is a South African story that is captured in our times and it really needs to be given a chance. If people want more information, what's the best place to go, um, Aubrey? Uh, uh, I think the people want more information. We're having our tickets on we send my tickets on web tickets and they can be accessed at 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 pick and pay stores mm-hmm. and our number is zero one two three nine two four thousand zero one two three nine two four thousand and people will be able to be assisted. Aubrey, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate uh, the time that you've taken to chat to us this evening. All the best uh, for the thirtieth of April, uh, and I, I know that you guys are going to have a long and fruitful run, and that audiences are definitely going to come out to see this fun. Thank you so much, Aubrey. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's that's Aubrey Sekabi, multi-award winning writer and director of Freedom the Musical. It's on uh, at the State Theatre. It starts on the 30th of April. It's going to be running up until the 2nd of June this year. Do go out, do go and, 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 and watch it. You know, the, as uh, Aubrey was saying, the, the, the topics that it touches on are so relevant for the challenges that we face from uh, as a country today that it really is going to spark great discussion. Go out and enjoy. Um, uh, yeah, it's on from the 30th of April right up until the 2nd of June. So you've got a long time to go and enjoy this particular one. Still a lot more to come on the show. No, I'm lying to you. We've got music, music, music. But first, let's take a break.